ain't Suck got ass. no motherfucker. So I fucked your bitch, fat motherfucker. Westside, bad boy killers. You know, you know who the realest is, niggas. We bring it to you. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Westside, when we ride, come equipped with game. You claim to be a player, but I fucked your wife. We bust on bad boys, niggas fuck for life. Plus, hopefully trying to see me weak. Hearts I rip. Vicky Smalls and Junior Mark. All right, we're back. I think this is week... We're into week three here, podcast volume number. We got to check that out since we're official and we're big time. No big deal. Uh, we got with us Carmine here. We got uh, Mr. Jamo on the line as well as Mr. Big Houston. Call me big, big Papa. Papa's on the line. Bro. Yeah. Sorry. You got to mix in a W to be called Big Papa, buddy. Oh. Well, he did beat yeah. me last week. He beat me last week. I wanted to. Uh, yeah, but just what without Mark, What doesn't Mark tell you about the W I fucking... <laughs> Gave him. We played a little bit of one-on-one basketball. Dustin's fucking little bitch ass. Bro, don't yeah. even get me started on that. And with that, we'll introduce our special guest. Uh, the pasta is joining us here today. Uh, one of my good buddies here, Gayfield represent. What's up? Uh, so we got a lot of topics to touch on today. And honestly, boys, I, I do want to hear you guys talk about this basketball match because this sounds almost as controversial as um, – really a, a, anything in pro sports and i think there's more riding on this than potentially any of the big four there ever was so i mean we got a real serena williams situation over here that we got to sort out by the end of it but uh let's jump right in i guess i think the biggest thing that we all want to get to is tiger but before we do that i gotta say uh, a lot of our loyal listeners i know are big football guys they're in survivor pools i would bet my life savings nine out of ten are gone after this weekend after the Vikings laid that fucking egg so on Sunday, in my in my survivor pool, every every team was out in week three. So whoever was only teams that were left in week three get to go back into it for week four. Holy, seriously, they had to actually reinstate everybody. Yeah, that's that's Taylor's Taylor's survivor pool. Yeah. Oh my that's god! Not, I thought it like once it's done, it's done. But you have to have a winner, right? But how do you have a winner? Yeah, everyone's done. people are out. How do you determine it? So oh, the entire okay. pool was on the fucking Vikings? Well, yeah. between the past, the Vikings and Jacksonville, those three were like... Three and and probably uh, the Patriots too, right? Yeah. yeah. I think That's someone crazy. had Jacksonville. That was it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, in our work pool that we did, we got... I think there's two people left after three weeks. Yeah, the New Orleans killed a half of the league, and then I think the Vikings just finished everybody off with a little fucking donkey punch in the back of the head yesterday. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna pool two thousand people. It's down to three hundred people now in week three. Is this Simmons pool? No, this is a different one. I got eliminated that from week one. Sixty yeah, percent <laughs> <laughs> of people took Minnesota in this pool. Like it was ridiculous. I, I've essentially been looking at whoever plays the Bills. I'm taking. Guess it didn't work. Oh, were, yeah. six, you know why? Because it worked last year because fucking Browns were uh, were six were zero and sixteen. So if you just followed that strategy last year, it was a pretty solid strategy. You just bet against well, the Browns every week. The Cardinals are zero and three still, but I feel like they're not going to go zero and sixteen. They're they're not that terrible, I don't think. But no, I don't know. I think the Bills might win that one game all year. Like legit, I would not be surprised if they lost every game from here on out. I don't know, man. I think they're hyped up after that victory. Especially, oh, I God, think... What's up, swag? I don't know. And, and after Vontae Davis kind of retires at half in week two, I think you guys kind of got the greatest the, fucking story ever. Maybe he was a cancer up. in the room. Yeah. He may, he may have been a cancer in the room. The, the team's dick may have dropped after... Or balls may have dropped after he left. You never know. I yeah. don't know. Well, I mean, that's... 
The, no, that was not obviously the only upset. Yeah, like was mentioned, Washington upset in Green Bay. That's not that big. I another think. bullshit claim. Yeah, that was another bullshit Clay Matthews penalty though too. That I think again played a role. Like, I, I don't know. One of the stupidest calls I've ever seen. This new call is bullshit, and it's, it's they might as well call it the Clay Matthews rule because he's the only one being fucked up on it. Yeah, and it's it, it's so dumb because like when you're full going full barrel at some guy, like you're not gonna stop. I mean, like. He still, Alex Smith still had the ball. Fuck, uh, like, what is he supposed to do? You, like, you can't put your full weight, drop your full weight on the guy. Well, like, what am I supposed to just, like, hockey check him and so hopefully uh, a 200-pound quarterback falls on that? Like, that's not how that's going to happen. I'm going to sack the quarterback. I'm putting him into the fucking ground. Well, that, the, the way he basically explained is that you literally got to push him. Like, you can't tackle him because obviously the quarterback's falling back already, so you're going to land on him. I don't know. I just think it's a dumb play like I understand you're trying to protect quarterbacks but be reasonable about it even Alex Smith at the end of the game said it was a stupid call oh, yeah he did yeah. it's meant to prevent from like them like lifting them up and like pile driving them or like jumping yeah, but... on them and just like spearing them but like Dude, find that happy medium that. like yeah never mind how much more epic would football be if fucking Clay Matthews was able to go grab the guy by the throat the Undertaker music comes on and he just choke slams him into the ground <laughs> viewership would increase 20 up. times <laughs> just two she's stones. like straight on so, the fucking rock so into the ground oh my god it'd be incredible it's pretty excessive well, that's what Vince McMahon's probably going to do when he launches this fucking league. They're just going to have the fucking walkout music, and guys are just going to get, like, speared, and fucking... <laughs> it's going to be awesome. You're going to have, like, quarterbacks shimmy, shimmy, shimmying into the fucking middle. Yeah. That's uh, going to be great. Uh, uh, guys, yeah, so guess- like, hold on. Before we move on to, to from this stupid-ass rule, um, defensive player on, the, on Miami, I forget who is, sacked Derek Carr and tore his ACL on that same play. Doing, doing the exact move these guys are su- apparently supposed to do by falling on the side of the quarterback. His knee buckled and tore his ACL. Mm. It's like, when is it, like, obviously the league, the league wants to protect quarterbacks and, and you know, make sure, to, you know, your Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady's don't get hurt. Which is fine, understandable, but, like, on a, ta- on a, just a textbook tackle, these defensive players are getting hurt and, like, careers are getting ruined because of it. It's, yeah, it's, but, like... Yeah, and the thing is, like, it's clear the NFL doesn't care about the defensive players. Here's my suggestion in the NFL. And again, I'm just some idiot from Canada here. I don't really know a lot of stuff. But this seems like you want to protect quarterbacks. You want to protect these players. You want to make sure they have good livelihoods without taking away from the uh, entertainment value of the game. Here's a fucking idea. Do guaranteed contracts or some sort of pension at the end of their careers so that these guys actually have money that they can live off of and sustain a lifestyle once they're done playing an incredibly violent sport. They make a shitload of money. It's not hard for them to be able to do something like that. And that's a way they can keep the product good. That's a way they can keep the, everybody relatively safe considering what they're doing and a way to make everybody happy. Like, you guys know that the NFL, more than any league, is fucking... It, it really reminds you of, like... Even the terms, the owners and players, like it's so fucking like. It's archaic. It's like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It also doesn't help that it's all a bunch of rich white men that basically own these teams and tell these guys to fuck off and play. Like it's not a great look. No. I think it'll change one day. It'll change eventually. You already see this bigger guarantees getting, but it's kind of a joke compared to the other leagues when like. Like guys like Tortilovitsky have like a guaranteed contract for the next five years, like in the NFL, they can just cut you on a whim, and that's that. Yeah. Well, yeah. What are you gonna do, right? Well, I mean, we're not we're not Goodell. If we were, like, 
how that that guy take suck on that for a second. Roger Goodell is making more money on a per yearly basis than we will ever make in our lives, and he is probably the most incompetent human being besides maybe Donald Trump and George W. Bush of all time. <laughs> but he's good at doing his job, bro. He's good at just like being about face and like and like standing in front of the shield and just giving like bullshit answers and kind of taking all the criticism. Dude, Roger Goodell is the middle of the human centipede, and the owners are on the ends. Yeah, that's probably yeah, that's probably. Yeah. Like, just, uh, God, I hate that guy. All right, should we do a fantasy uh, update? I think we should do a fantasy. I'll let you guys go ahead and talk about my greatness and uh, the greatest pick in the history of the fantasy draft in the 50s. Okay. Oh, Future Hall of Famer, Rookie oh. of the Year, MVP. Go ahead, say what you got. Carm, say it. Your team would have lost to about 75% of the other teams this week. You just had a weak matchup. Yeah, yeah sorry, just, yeah. All right, guys, listen to me. <laughs> Listen. No, here. no, no, like Justin, like I know, like your team's not good, but like. Listen. Here. He could have played. He could have played anyone else, and he would have lost. But I didn't, and I'm three and zero. Oh, if so Tom Brady, if Tom Brady wasn't washed up, you know, if we go back to two years ago, I'm winning this week. I got. Oh, well, I'm down by thirty. With Deshaun Jackson's probably going to put up twenty five points alone tonight. And Tom Brady, like Tom Brady, had thirteen points for me yesterday. Or seven and a half. Against, seven and a half fucking points. Against the Detroit team has just been getting lit up, too. That's it's it's embarrassing. Part. I'm going 0-13, and I've accepted it. I mean, I'm going to win my other two leagues. But, like, it's just fucking horrible. Can we... I think, Justin, we need to take a second here. And this is the thing. I, you guys don't give credit where credit's due, even though I drafted the greatest player of all time in the 15th round. I will give credit where credit's due. JMO for 20 years has been crying wolf about quarterbacks deteriorating and past their prime and basically pick a quarterback over 25 and he has said that he's going to deteriorate the next year. <laughs> I broke it. The, the broken clock may have been right on this one because maybe it's starting <laughs> to happen. Maybe it's starting to happen. He says the whole Brady every year so you can't even take credit for that. That's what I mean. A broken but, clock is right I'm twice I'm definitely a day. taking just, credit for that. Hold on. Hold on here, Jamal. Before, time, bro. before you get on your before you get on your fucking high horse, okay? Wait till fucking um, Edelman comes back. Until they get Josh Gordon in the lineup, then he has weapons, and then we can actually see what Tom yeah. Brady's all about. That is true. That it's is so true. easy to defend against point. the Patriots right now. Sony Michelle's average running back. It looks like he's not like he's not breaking through, not being a good back that he's like touted to be. And it's easy to cover Gronk when you have fucking three players on it. True. Who else is going to catch the ball? Like Chris Hogan's playing the slot, and he sucks. <laughs> Rex Burkhead got injured too, so that didn't help. Yeah. Yeah, Jamal, I, I need to rescind my my compliment. No, you yeah. still suck. I mean, Jamal, I'll give you credit when it's when he actually starts to decline, but give it a couple weeks. All right, we'll see. No, I think he's still a decent quarterback. But I don't think he's just like I don't think he's like a, a Patrick Mahomes level stud anymore. Also, oh, his bigger, bigger surprise with Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Go, go, sorry, Justin, go ahead. With, I mean, I really, I'm going to take the bullet on this. I would, the, the Chiefs are way better than I gave him credit um, at the beginning of the season. But really, can Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, keep this up throughout the year? I, it's amazing to watch. It's amazing. A lot of weapons. He does. A lot of they do have a lot of weapons. But like, and he's got 14, 13 touchdowns in three weeks. That's fucking ridiculous. The best quarterback coach in the league, Andy Reid, bros. I mean, he's obviously, like, it's easy to say his numbers are going to fall off. I mean, he's like, this is like record-breaking numbers right here. But, I mean, 
Just be Erie's like first year as a, as a starting quarterback. Who knows? I mean, they, they haven't played the best the best of teams other than the Chargers. Like they played a, a shitty um, Steelers team, in my opinion. Their defense sucks. Yeah, I think their defense sucks. Yeah, but to go to San go Fran's not that good. And stomp them like that. That's not, you, like, if it was at home, maybe. But to go into Pittsburgh and stomp them like that, I don't think. Like, see, they, no, I, well, the, they only the won Chiefs by five. Awesome. So it's not like. I mean, they, they came out hot, don't get me wrong. They, like, they came out hot. Obviously, they scored, what, like, fucking 1,000 points in the first... It was 21 nothing after the first quarter. It was, a, yeah. it was a tie game at half, too, so... Russian orgy, just get people getting fucked up in center. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, what he's doing is very impressive, but give it a couple weeks until we actually start, you know, saying this is... Like, who do they play next week? They play Denver, okay? He's playing a good defensive team Monday night football. So. Bro, Casey is awesome. Are you crazy? We don't give it a really good. They're the best they, offense in the league. No, I, I, they are good. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just saying his numbers aren't gonna, obviously aren't going to keep up and, like, just give it a couple I, I, I weeks until think, what you like. Oh, this guy's amazing. Be, I don't think there's going to be as big of a drop-off as you may think, though, either. I hope you boys hammered that 4-1 to one bet on them winning the division like I told you to in that podcast we did. No, I yeah, that was a money bet. Carm, give that me was a minutes. fucking take, boys. That was a take. Carm, did you bet on it? Uh, yeah, I threw, uh, I think, 50 or 60 down on it. So, slightly. Nice, bro. Not, nothing crazy. Nice. Um, what's it called? Um, I, I was going to say, I, I wanted to ask you, boys, because I was, this still blows my mind, because I, I was going to bet the under on wins total. What's the bigger surprise for you guys? As good as Mahomes has been, like how good Patrick Mahomes has been, the fact that the Dolphins are three and zero. That's that's kind of crazy. The fact that the Dolphins are three and zero. Like I know they're in a shit division, but the fact they're three and zero. I don't know. It's hard to like. But they also know. haven't played really good teams. That is true. That is true. But the fact that you're off to a three and zero start, you know, and the Pats are about one and two, you know, you're, yeah. you're setting yourself up for like a good position to. You know, you may have a. You're going to be playing the Bills. You're going to be playing the Jets. You know what I mean? You're going to have opportunities to win. And historically, they don't. Like they do a pretty good job against the Pats. Like historically, they they usually are good for one win. Like they they split the a home and a home and away record with them. No, they don't. Yeah, they they, they beat them once. A, yeah, they usually the beat them once the a year. Like no, no, dude, just a I'm a Dolphins fan, or I was a Dolphins fan, I should say. They typically lose both to the Pats, and they split with the Jets and Bills. Well, I'm not, that's not saying much with those two. But I don't know. Let's see, Justin. They're going to New England next week. They're playing oh, in, oh, in New England. We'll see what happens. What if What if um, they're just riding high on momentum, and they beat they catch the Patriots at a bad time, and they beat them? 4-0, and they just beat the Patriots. I don't know, bros. Bro, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the audio. All of a sudden, doesn't sound great on my end. Hopefully, it's not a. It is a bit, but I mean, we'll battle through here. So, I, I, I think the Dolphins might actually be the bigger surprise. No, actually, no. The, the audio is back to normal now. I don't know. I, I cool. think okay. I want to make one podcast. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Let the special guest say. It. Make, I was going to make one comment. It's a little bit changing the subject here, still in regards to fantasy, but James, I think it was on last week's fantasy. You said you'd be surprised if Taylor won another game this whole year. I think he's about to go two and one. Yeah, but I got more points than him this week, or I probably will. So, bro, you know I'm not too worried about Taylor. I'm not too worried about Taylor. Seat. Like we said, like the Patriots, it's early. Like, let's give it a couple weeks and see where we're at. Taylor didn't have a second running back. If he wins, it's purely on luck. 
No, uh, if, he wins, so if, he, if he wins, the, the, point, the, the scoring system changed overnight. This is uh, Comrade Taylor. Yeah, 100%. The thing with Taylor's, Taylor's team is not good. It's not good. Don't tell me for one second his team's good. He's getting a little bit. He's getting a little bit lucky. He's got a little bit lucky. Bro, that's all you need of fantasy, though. That's all you need. You need to play the right people at the right time. So, Justin, you think JMO's become Canadian Skip Bayless? Because I feel like that's what's happening right now. Yeah, of course he is. Why? Just la- laughing in the face of evidence. Just, I don't care. LeBron's the worst. LeBron's the worst ever. Yeah. Like LeBron. Don't like, like LeBron. That's that's JMO right now. Legitimately. Okay, you want me to give you evidence? Bro. Dude. He has 82 points right now. Carm, you have more points than him. So actually, Carm, you would be beating him right now this week. Yes, but dude, it's luck. Yeah, I know, my team's looking up. Dude, that's the point of fantasy. <laughs> like, look, JMO, if I would have beat you last week, you would have said, oh, that's the biggest, that's the luckiest win of all time. Yeah, but that's what you need in fantasy. Fantasy's a joke that way. Like, like I was supposed to know Philip Lindsay was going to get kicked out and only have 20 yards. Mind you, I was never going to beat Carm this week, but that's, the fantasy's just luck. You need to play the right guys at the right time, and they have a good team. Or playing a team that kind of suits their um, suits your fantasy team. All right, boys. I think, uh, unfortunately... Uh... All right, loyal fi- listeners... Uh, it's Justin here. Sorry about that. Uh, we kind of got cut out there due to some technical difficulties. Carm's on the road. Uh, he's got a baseball game, so he, he's doing it from his car. And Jamel's got horrible internet connection, so we'll just blame the two of them. Obviously, nothing wrong with me on my end. Um, this past week, couldn't do a podcast. Carm was away. He was traveling on the – I think it was in D.C. again. I was in Philadelphia, so you know what? Busy, busy week. But coming up, we got some good content coming out for you guys. We got – we got some fantasy stuff to look forward to. Week four preview on uh, Wednesday, and um, a little discussion of who we think is the goat in all of sports. So, look, you know, just something to look forward to going forward, um, and hopefully we can fix this quality issue. So, as for now, you know, this is the Untouchables um, sign note for the week.